In the north central part of Colorado sits Estes Park at an elevation of 7,500 feet. It is well known for being the eastern gateway to Rocky Mountain National Park and home to the historic and haunted Stanley Hotel. I'm Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newcomer. And we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. Join us as we share accessible adventures to help you explore the hashtag Colorado life like a local. Besides the national park right next door, Estes Park is also well known for Lake Estes, the quaint downtown, and of course, herds and herds of elk that make the area their home, especially during rutting season. The population of the town is only around 6,000 people, so it's easy to feel outnumbered by the hundreds of elk that pass through here each year. And because of its proximity to Colorado's Front Range, Estes Park is an easy destination to travel to, no matter where you're coming from. And during our recent trip to this small mountain town, we discovered some local favorites and hidden gems. And here are some of our top recommendations when you're visiting Estes Park, Colorado, many of which are free or cheap. And number one is a river walk. The Estes Park River Walk cuts through the center of the city and follows along the Big Thompson River. It starts at the Estes Park Visitor Center and continues west as it winds through the downtown shops and restaurants. The rock-paved pathway takes you across several bridges with lots of benches and scenic outlooks for taking photos and enjoying the sounds of the river. Many shops and restaurants are located right on the river walk, so riverside dining and shopping is common here. Our favorite thing is to grab a cup of coffee, sit on a nearby bench, and watch the clear water go by. Along the river walk, you'll also see bronze animal sculptures and beautiful rock water features. Right along that river walk is the Estes Park Visitor Center, and this is one stop you don't want to miss. One of our favorite things to do is go to visitor centers to learn about the town, learn about the area, and learn about things to do that are happening. Right next to the visitor center is a well-kept golf course, and you're probably wondering, why am I talking about a golf course? Well, the unique thing about this golf course is that it is one of the main meadows that these herds of elk can be seen grazing during the rutting season. If you've ever seen a photo of an elk in Estes Park, it's most likely from a golf course, if not this one specifically. The visitor center is open year-round and it offers a multiple-story parking garage with free visitor parking. You can park here, you can take photos of the elk nearby, and use it as your home base for strolling along the Riverwalk. It's also the hub for all six seasonal free Town of Estes Park shuttle routes. And while you're at the visitor center, be sure to grab one of the official trip guides and check out their event calendar to help plan your stay while in Estes Park. And number three is the Birch Ruins, which sits right in the center of town, located atop the now Null Willows open space. Initially, the Birch Bungalow was built for the editor of the Denver Post, Albert Birch, as a summer home. But after it burned down in December of 1907, Mr. Birch decided to build a smaller cabin at the bottom of the hill, closer to shops and amenities. The remnants of both buildings are still there today and can be toured and explored by the public. You can access the Birch Ruins from McGregor Avenue or Elkhorn Avenue, which is the town's main street. Free parking is available at many of the local businesses nearby or in the Estes Valley Library parking lot. Once you reach the top, you'll be able to walk amongst the ruins of the original bungalow that was built there. You'll even see Long's Peak in the distance. This quick and easy hike rewards you with outstanding views of the city of Estes Park below. And seriously, the hike is pretty easy as it's less than half a mile long and is pretty good for most skill levels, although it can get steep towards the top. During rutting season, it's likely that you will see lots of elk and maybe even a bear or two. Next up is the Stanley Hotel. 
Located just north of downtown is the Stanley Estate, which is home to the famous Stanley Hotel. Built in 1909, this expansive 100-plus-year-old estate offers gorgeous views of the Colorado mountains that overlook Rocky Mountain National Park. On the grounds, you'll find several restaurants, a whiskey bar, gorgeous patio, and fresh jams, ciders, and spreads from Colorado Cherry Company. Tours are offered daily, where you can learn about the history of the estate and the original owner, F.O. Stanley, who was also the guy who started Stanley Steamers and was the inventor of a bunch of steam-powered vehicles. The family even has their own cemetery lot on the estate. And the tour also includes the history of Stephen King and his haunted tellings of the Stanley that helped him write the book The Shining. One of the most popular annual events is the Shining Ball Halloween Party, which features elaborate costumes, live music, luxurious decorations, and delicious food. Attendees have said it's like stepping into a real-life horror film. In less than two hours from Denver, you can book a memorable vacation, special event, or anniversary trip at the Stanley Hotel. On the way into Estes Park, you will drive over Lake Estes, which only adds to the already gorgeous city landscape. This man-made lake sits near the center of town and offers four miles of shoreline for various water activities. In the 1940s, the Olympus Dam led to the creation of the lake, and today it's all fed from the Big Thompson River. Fishing, paddleboarding, kayaking, and boating are popular activities on the lake. And the Lake Estes Marina offers rentals for kayaks, paddleboards, and even pontoon boats. You can also enjoy a stroll around the lake on the aptly named Lake Estes Trail, which is a nice 3.75 mile loop. You can also rent a bike from the marina or bring your own to cycle around the lake. With Colorado being one of the driest states in the country, finding any amount of water within city limits of any town is a real rarity. Real rarity. <laughs> Who wrote that? River. Elk Rutting Season and Elk Fest. Elk and Estes Park go hand in hand. The town even has a festival dedicated to the elk that they put on every year called Elk Fest. Elk Fest always falls during the rutting season for the elk, which is usually late September through early October. The weekend festival features live bands, Native American storytelling and dancing, food, and of course, a bugling contest. But really, the elk of the area have really become one with the town of Estes Park. Even outside of the rutting season and elk fest, it's not uncommon to see herds of elk gathering in the center of town or in the golf course meadows. During our recent trip, elk were all over the town day and night. There wasn't a place you could go in town without spotting elk. We could even hear them doing their wailing bugle all night long from our hotel room. Keep in mind that despite the benign surroundings, these are wild animals that can act unpredictably or become spooked easily, especially in rutting season. Those bulls are so juiced up on testosterone and can get pretty territorial about his harem. So give them room when you're taking those photos. Number seven is Estes Park Peak-to-Peak -peak Highway. From Estes Park to I-70 is the Peak-to-Peak -peak Scenic Byway, which is about a three-hour long drive with beautiful stops along the way. Established in 1918, this is Colorado's first and oldest scenic byway and makes a great day trip from Estes Park. There are a few gold mines along the way that allow for public gold panning in the creeks, which is a common activity that kids really like. This route stretches 55 miles, beginning at Colorado's Highway 7 in Estes Park, then turns south to Allen Spark onto Netherland, and then continues to Clear Creek Canyon and down to I-70. It even passes through the towns of Blackhawk and Central City, which are both old mining towns turned casino destinations. And in the past, this area was previously nicknamed the richest square mile on earth. The Peak-to-Peak -peak Highway is an especially lovely drive during the fall when the seasons change and the leaves turn different colors of yellow, red, and gold. 
Estes Park sits in the heart of the Rocky Mountains, just 90 miles northwest of Denver. It offers lots of free and cheap things to do and is home to 300 miles of hiking trails and open spaces. Not to mention, it's the back door to the Rocky Mountain National Park. Nearly any time of year, you can expect to see an abundance of wildlife, with elk wandering the streets of downtown. Estes Park truly does not disappoint as a mountain town resort area, no matter what time of year you choose to visit. Alright, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening, we really appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. Thanks again for listening and get out there and explore our beautiful state.